Setting up the meeting. Redirecting. And here we are. Hello, I'm Diana. I'm in the UK and I'm a coach. I do this work because I love people and I want to help them create more in their lives for themselves and improve their lives. Today, I'm talking with Philippa. Would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, thank you very much for inviting me, Diana. Uh, You're welcome. I always really like to talk to you. Um, what would you like to know about me? Um, well, what made you go into coaching? What made me go? That's a, that's a good question. And I, in a way, I never knew how to answer it properly because... Cool. Uh, I like difficult questions. <laughs> no, but it's interesting because... Um, it, it feels to me that I, since I was a kid, I've always wanted mm -hmm. to understand what made people tick. Mm -hmm. I have, I have a, a, a little memory of when I was a kid, people, adults telling me that my opinion didn't really matter. So my, my way of dealing with that was, okay, if my opinion doesn't really matter, then, then I, I need to listen to them a bit more. I need to try mm -hmm. to understand their world a little bit more. So mm -hmm. I became one of those kids that doesn't really talk so much and just really listens and really just, it's just, I, I learned to be curious kind of by force, by, by necessity. <laughs> yeah. so from that moment on, I felt like, like I always wanted to understand how people work and, and what motivated it. And I never could really grasp why would people be so angry at each other and, and, and getting to a very low stage of communicating and uh, being mm -hmm. mean and all that. I was like, well, I couldn't, couldn't understand as a kid. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had my own struggles with anxiety when I was a kid and I, I, I couldn't really function properly. Um, had trouble talking with people, had trouble to, to, to communicate, to express a little bit of myself, to express my opinions, because I, I kind of learned that what I had to say didn't really matter that much. Mm -hmm. And at some point, I got over that. And I was always curious to understand why was that and, and what made people overcome stuff. And, and why is it so that a lot of people can experience the same thing, the same circumstance, whether it is to lose a job, whether it is to uh, go speak in public, whether it is to start a business, whether it is to whatever, being in, in traffic, for example. And <laughs> one has one uh, experience yeah and it can be one of uh, feeling like a victim of circumstances or oh, why things happen this way to me um uh, why can't life be different um uh, you know and just feeling like a victim feeling insecure and feeling like life is too hard and another person can be super empowered and no 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 you need to think positive and just kind of having that energy and another person just feeling like, meh, it's okay. It's just traffic. It's just, it's just something yeah. through life. So that always fascinated me. Some people yeah. seem to struggle through life and other people yeah. seem to have it all together, even though probably we all know that they don't. And others just seem so much at ease, just, just yeah. peaceful, just um, yeah. in the midst of fear yeah. and insecurity and, and troubles. They just seem to just go on at e with ease in life. And I always was very curious at that. Mm -hmm. I think the chill people have it better together, to be fair. 
because they don't go to extremes. They're just there and it's all good. Hmm. Somehow it feels that way to me, but that's just based on the people that I know. So it's just my sample of the population. Well, it's... Those who are really calm, just life just happens and it's good. It, it seems to me that, that the more chilled out I am, it, it's, it's not that stuff doesn't happen to me. It's just that I accept yeah. my low moods more. I accept my fear more. I accept my nervousness more. I accept my, the voice in my head that says that I can't do something more. Yeah. So if I can really embrace yeah. the, the low points, then like, what, what, like why, why can't I just live in whatever yeah. way? Right? You know, the most profound moment for me has been when you and I were talking and you were talking about you can pay attention to a dog that's begging for food or not. And I've, since then, every time I felt really stressed or anxious about things, I always had this thing, it's like the dog. I don't have to pay attention to it. And I could frequently just move on. And it's been really good. That's the one thing that's been sitting with me ever since we talked about it. Yeah. It's been really nice. So <laughs> the I dog. I, I love it because of the analogy that you came with mm -hmm. by yourself, just yeah. by talking a little bit about this you know yeah and uh and, and I, lo I love the, i love this in the conversations with coaches another thing that i love about coaching is that i'm not telling people what to do i'm kind of trying to point them to how our mind works and and kind of yeah. like principles like you're like you're talking about on just paying attention and what, whatever we pay attention it just grows yeah. um and then they start to have their own insights they start yeah. to okay so it's like my dog and like yeah so i love yeah. about that as well yeah those things are just really really cool i have another question <laughs> what has been the most profound experience with coaching for yourself because i'm sure you've been coached <laughs> mm. i tell you what i think it was my very first coach which uh um he didn't, I didn't even pay anything to him. He gave one of, one of those free sessions at first. Nice. It was three years, four years ago. I, I don't remember exactly what was that I was trying to talk, what, what was the issue that I was bringing him. <laughs> but I just, I just saw that, okay, this guy seemed like he has his shit together and he can help me to grow or whatever in my life. Yeah. In my professional life whatever and somehow we had a great conversation at the end he told me what are three things that you can do uh, based on on what we talked about based on the insight that you had mm -hmm. and in that moment it was kind of like a crossroad because in that moment I felt like okay this is this is the deal like I've been always avoiding fear i've always been always avoiding something that i'm afraid to do and uh, for a long long time and this is the moment where i want to prove him and to myself that i'm able to do the thing that i'm that i'm scared of doing mm -hmm. that was the moment where i decided to start sharing my opinions online that, that was a big one that, yeah that, that for, for a lot of people can seem like like it's nothing but for me who, who kind of like if you you know, get mm -hmm. this that I told you in the beginning that I kind of grew up with this. My opinion doesn't matter. Yeah, it was really hard for me to make that decision on yeah. start writing my opinions online and what I what I think about life. About it was usually something related more to philosophy and stuff like that. 
and two, to record videos about that. So I started recording videos on YouTube about that. Complete shit. I didn't care. I just that's wanted- irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> that right. Yeah. Uh, and I had a lot of a lot of hesitation, a lot of insecurity, a lot of fear on expressing that, expressing mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. And that for me, and I started, and I started, and I still to this day, I still post stuff, and I still, you know, for me now, it's natural to just yeah uh, express my opinions, express the things that I feel like it's important online. Um, but it was really, really hard for me in the beginning. And uh, I'm glad that yeah. I did it. Yeah. It's, it's funny because I'm doing a similar journey just years later because I'm trying now. And it's it's the Facebook lives like I'm doing now that I found helped me the most. Just writing something is, is less because people just comment on it. And sometimes they comment stupid on it. But this is, I don't know who's watching. I don't know who's thinking that I'm full of shit. You know, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Or how are you feeling now? I'm actually all right. It's quite fun talking with you. Most of these talks are just really fun to do. And then my brain just you know, doesn't pay attention anymore to who might be watching. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Just having a good talk with someone is just fun. Um, have you had a really profound experience with a client with coaching? Mm. Where you had this thing, whoa, that will just change. Mm. It's funny because every time that I think about a question like that, I, I usually think that it's with the client that I'm in at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I, I, I get so much into their world uh, yeah. to, to help them in their journey that, uh, that, that I'll, usually I have more in my attention than them. That's fair. So, so I, I, I would, I'll tell two. So one is this guy that I'm coaching right now that he is... Uh, um, he's an investor mm-hmm. and was, he came to me because he was having a lot of anxiety and stress around uh, dealing with money and dealing with his work, which is by nature, very, you know, a roller coaster. Some days you earn a lot of money, some days you lose. Yeah. And he was getting very caught up into this roller coaster where it was uh, affecting his emotional well-being. He was just all over the place. Yeah. And we had a few, a few conversations, a few sessions, but what was really, really cool for me is that I, I did a, an intensive with him where we, we stayed for three days having Oof. a bunch of conversations online. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I think, 10 hours. So it was really an intensive where yeah. I was pretty much just sharing with him. Um, I was exploring with him what I know about what, how our mind works and, and mm-hmm. get to, to see it in his own life and apply that to money. So, mm-hmm. so in other words, how money doesn't make us happy, how having more or less money doesn't necessarily make a person la- more or less happy. Otherwise, you would see poor people always miserable and rich people always happy. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> so it looks a lot like that. And it looked mm-hmm. a lot like him, like, that, that it, that's how it worked. But as we were exploring all of this theme around money and at the end of the, the intensive, we didn't talk for about a month, I think, afterwards. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm clear. <laughs> like that was, that was all that was needed for him. He was oh, mm-hmm. clear. I don't, I don't need anything. Like he, he, cool. he had such a common sense way of seeing life and seeing mm-hmm. uh, his work that, that that was it. That was it. There was, and this is the best thing. Like that, that for me was 
was great because uh, why was that surprising? Well, because it was just an intensive. And I thought, okay, we need to really work on this for like a few months and so on. No, it was like just three days. And he came out, out of that with, uh, with an insight, with a more, more chilled out, more clarity of mind. Cool. Um, and I really liked that. And, yeah. and, and the other one was, was a woman that I coached a long time ago. Uh, I think was when I was just starting that we just had in the middle of the first session um i was listening to her talking about she was going through a very hard time i th think she was about to get homeless because she lost her job and, and 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 i was just listening i was just kind of trying to be as present as possible with her mm -hmm. and then at some point um i started to feel very um a very intense feeling in my chest I was mm -hmm. like, maybe sorrow, maybe, I don't know what it was. It was just, I started to feel an emotion here. And then I told her, I was, I'm feeling, I'm feeling something in my chest. Do you, do you feel something similar? And she stopped. And then she put her hand on her chest and then she started crying. Because she was really feeling a lot in her chest. And then later mm -hmm. on, after she cried a lot, she, mm -hmm. she told me, I haven't been listening to my heart for a long time. And just this awareness of this constriction yeah. here yeah. helped me to connect back to my heart. And, 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 and then she was clear. And then she was, um, you know, I know what to do with my work. I, like, I, I, don't need, I don't need this conversation anymore. And I was like, yeah. perfect. Yeah. No? Yeah, I found those to be the best conversations where you get to a point of, oh, oh and then can we stop now i need to sit with this for a while i've done that <laughs> i remember doing that with you at some point that i said no no we need to stop now that was really interesting back then i don't even know what the thing was anymore but it was really good yeah it's one yeah. of those those really intense moments where my world changed and and i'm still you know i'm still learning how to not keep coaching people after that moment how to just back off because yeah. what exa it's exactly what you said like what people need is just a time off to reflect mm -hmm. to digest yeah, sit sit with it it's it's one of those things i find it hard as well because at that point i want them to really feel it instead of stop yeah because i want to know they're feeling it i don't want to have this idea of maybe i didn't do a good job <laughs> but yeah most of the time it really works for them and but depending a bit on the client, they'll also be very clear about it because not all of them are, but some of them are really clear as in, okay, no, we're done now. We're done for today. We've talked another time again. Mm -hmm. So it's been good. Um, have you learned anything yourself from a client, a very interesting or whatever? From Something that was almost an insight for you or an insight for you that you learned from a client that they had, because I have sometimes had that I had a, had saw the client have an insight and it happened to me kind of at the same time as, oh, wait which has been really cool as well. Hmm. Hmm. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure anything specific. Um, I'm always learning as I'm doing it. I'm always learning. Yeah, For definitely. example, the thing that you just said is, uh, um, you know, um, I want them to feel it. I want, I, I, I want it to be a good, a good call for them and so on and so on. But that's actually when we think a lot about ourselves. Mm -hmm. 
like like I want to know if I'm doing a good job. Let me try. Keep... <laughs> yeah, let me try a bit harder. <laughs> so I th- I feel like the thing that I learned the most is to leave myself in the background. Yeah. Leave the me in the background. Like it's not about me. It's a completely about them, and and even in in situations where um and this this for me like there's an example. When I a lot of time sometimes when I would coach when when I still when I still coach people that they come up with issues around emotions and the psychology that I'm thinking you know this person would probably be better with a psychologist with a therapist mm-hmm. and not with a coach mm-hmm. and before I was no 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 let me, let me try to fix it let me try but you know th- there comes a moment where I start to realize this is not yeah. about me mm-hmm. this is them and how can I serve them as best as I can right now and maybe what yeah. they need is an accountant maybe what they need is a, a yeah. <laughs> but it is not it's not a coach you know mm-hmm. so it and that's just one example another example again is um will this person get the the result they're looking for will 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 I be a good coach will I know what to do will, will I know the questions to ask all of this is can I can I curse here oh yeah sure, sure it's, it's bull- my wall that you're ending up on cool. <laughs> All of this for me now is just bullcrap because the more that I am self-conscious, the less I'm paying attention to them, the less I'm listening to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like that for me has been one of the biggest lessons. Um, yeah. And and in turn, of course, like I just that I can't remember right now a specific one, but in turn, of course, that because I'm listening so much to them, I I am seeing how amazingly resourceful people are True. to figure out their own insights to figure out an answer to their own questions yeah and this has helped me to carry it on to other relationships outside of my profession mm-hmm. so whenever i'm talking with another person now um uh, just friends or, or people that I just meet that they're going through a hard time i'm not gonna coach them like unless there is an agreement there yeah, yeah of course but what i realize is I can just be there with them and, and yeah. ask the questions that I'm curious to ask, genuine mm-hmm. questions, because they will unwind themselves naturally. Yeah. Like made to unwind and then we get unwind up again and then we unwind again. Yeah. So just seeing that over and over and over again, where like I don't have to tell people what to do, they figure out themselves what to do and what's yeah. important in their lives and where they should pay attention and where not. Then of course, like in, in a conversation, a coaching conversation, a lot of times I tell people like, um, you know, you have been focusing on on your insecurity, on your your fears for too long. Do you want to keep paying attention to that, right? Uh, take them to like a day of action where they just take action over and over and over and over again. Like that's very helpful. That's kind of like a little push, but it's but people are innately resourceful and they are intelligent. Mm-hmm. who are amazingly intelligent yeah. but for their thinking that they cannot do something but for their thinking that they are insecure and they are made that way yeah they're they're, they're gold yeah there's this this saying that i have quoted here that's whether you believe you can do a thing or not you're right and it's true mm. when someone thinks they can't do it they won't do it because they think they can't do it but when they know they can they will do it mm. it's 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 literally that simple 
which is also really hard because yeah. wrapping your head around that is not easy yeah. <laughs> but you know what like i've been reflecting also on this quote and and i think there is something even beyond that which is whether i believe i can or i can't i won't know until i try and I see that's this. also true yeah because there, there were a lot of things that I believe I couldn't do it. Like I, in the past, I believe that I couldn't do the, the, the sharing myself online or the recording mm -hmm. videos or, or doing the coaching or helping people in a way that's impactful for their lives. And there you go. <laughs> I didn't believe I was able to do that. But somehow I always had this voice because everyone has it that says, oh, that, that has a bigger perspective. Mm -hmm. but it, well, maybe, maybe I can try. Let, let's see mm -hmm. what happens. Yeah. Like, like my disbelief in myself is not set in stone it's just a thought it's just a negative thought about well you first need to learn that because when you don't know that it's just a thought and you believe what your thoughts are telling you you're stuck exactly until you change that point of view because exactly. i know i was there and i know you changed that for me to realize okay it's a thought i'm watching a movie what else is there Right. Too many mind. I was still stuck with that one as well. Too many mind. <laughs> and I still have my snow globe. Because <laughs> they all work. Every time I see the snow globe and I think I can't do them, then I wait. Yeah. And I've gotten another philosophy now as well that says anything worth doing is worth doing badly because you've got to start somewhere. Yeah. So when I do it badly, I can do it better next time and better the next time. That's what I'm doing with these talks as well. I just keep doing them until I maybe do it really well at some point and maybe not, but I'll still do them. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, now there's quite some. I still have the, the the quotes here hanging on my thingy just to make sure I don't forget. Not that I'll forget them, but you know, just remind them. They're good. Yeah. It's still the word movie and too many money <laughs> and then the dog name. <laughs> and you know, like listening to you say this, like it, it came up to my mind how again, um, you know, if you if you really if people that are watching and us really stop to to think about this. Mm -hmm. If, if I have all of this disbelief in myself that I created for a, a lifetime, yeah, and is all of this, all of these ideas of what I can do, what I cannot do, what I, what I'm bad at, well, like, oh no, I cannot try this thing because people are gonna think I'm crazy or think I'm stupid or full of shit or whatever. And so, pretty much, we build this idea about me, right? Like mm -hmm. me, and me can do this, me cannot do this, me can. Yep. And what we are talking about here is, is very profound because it's pretty much like forget about me. For, like beyond all of this story that we have about ourselves, there is this capacity to show up at mm -hmm. any moment and to respond with common sense to whatever yep. is in front of us. Yep. And this is crazy because whenever I am really nervous to do something, right? You know, mm -hmm. I was nervous to, to have this conversation with you. I noticed a little bit of nervousness, right? I had it too. <laughs> and um, to give some public speaking, to, to coach another person that I never coached before, to go talk to that uh, whatever new networking little group that I never talked mm -hmm. to. Whatever it is, whatever it is in, in, in people's minds, they think, oh, shit, that oh, shit thought, that oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. That, like understanding that that is just our conditioning, mm -hmm. we can take action in life with that. Yeah. Like, like put that in the backpack and let's go anyways. Yep. It's, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's so freeing. Yeah. One of these things I have learned 
over time. It was, it, it was something that I kind of realized with the talks with you, but couldn't act upon at the time. And now every time I have an, oh shit, I have to say, wait, 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 wait. This is not real. And then I start thinking about the movie and the too many mine and I was like, all right, let's just try. And it works. It works every time again. So it's been really fascinating. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. It's quite fascinating how the coaching talks with you continued kind of rolling around in my head and doing things for me. It's not stopped. It's funny that no. because it's months ago, but it hasn't stopped. No. They're still sort of happening just in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And for me too. For me too. It's 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 pretty much it seems seems like pretty much what all that I've done is to point you towards where do you have insights? Mm -hmm. Then as long as you keep looking, you're going to continue having insights. Yeah. yeah. And the more that I keep looking, I also continue to have insights. Um, mm -hmm. All the same stuff. I'm like, oh, this too is just my thinking. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like every time, every time the same, yeah. just deeper. Yeah. And, yeah. I've yeah. had quite a few the last months again. It was for a while a bit more quiet, but the last couple of months with getting to know different people, doing different things, it's been again, okay, there's so much more out there and there's so much in my head that's telling me the wrong things because yeah. it feels like they're the wrong things because I can do whatever I want. I don't have to stop myself. So yeah, it's been, been pretty interesting. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been really good. <laughs> Is there anything else that you feel like talking about? Because... I'm done with my questions. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know what what do you what do you think that the people listening to would um, would would benefit from the from like what do you think that they would find useful? I think they find the conversation that we've had useful already, so it's been okay. pretty pretty good for sure. I actually have no idea because I'm not sure who's going to watch this. Right now, I don't think there's anybody watching because I haven't checked that. <laughs> but usually it builds up, you know, to about 50 to 75 views. And then I think, whoa, and I get comments, which is also interesting. So, yeah, I don't really know. Oh, well. Anybody can contact you for sure. I'm, I'm sure about that. If anybody has this thing, of, oh, yay, I think he might be a good coach for me, then I'll yeah. tag you. Then yeah. it will also show up on your feed. Cool. Yeah. For anyone interested in contacting me, you can reach me out through Facebook or mm -hmm. um, access my website, which probably is better for you to just put the link. Probably most. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll to, do that. To, to, it it's, it's all in Portuguese. My name is my, my entire name. Yeah. You have a long name. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, what else? I don't know. I'm, I'm happy to talk to you about whatever you're interested, but if it's time to end, it's time to end. Well, we've been talking for about 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Mm. It's a nice length for a Facebook Live, I've been told. Mm. <laughs> Not that I really care, because some of them have been much longer. But... Well, I'm curious. Okay, then I'm going to ask you a question. I'm okay, cool. Go for it. Um, what has been the thing that you have learned the most through, um, through this profession? so far um a couple of things one thing is that i've found that most of the people i work with mirror me in some sort of way hmm. so i have a couple of people that i work with who want to grow their business they're struggling with the things that i was struggling a few months ago with and then i have also people that i've been coaching that struggle with their moods that i realize yeah i was there about six months ago 
So it's been really fascinating to see that they mirror me in, in various ways. And um, it, it keeps me growing. And that's been really, really good. Um, I think that's the most important thing that I've that I've noticed that somehow they mirror me. Mm. And the moment I get to that point where I realize what they're mirroring, I work on that as well because it's mm. just cool. So I, I grow through cl coaching clients, yeah. which is really interesting. Yeah, I relate to that. I relate totally to that. Yeah, it's I, I, I think that in a way we we see who we are everywhere, who we think we are everywhere. Yeah. Right. And and especially cool for me when I think that the people who inspire me the most mm -hmm. can only do that because they have what I have. They just gave themselves permission to express that more and more and more yes. and into that yes. more and more and more. Yes, that is very true. Yeah. So it's kind of like I feel like we are seeing ourselves everywhere. It's yeah. just different uh, uh different um levels of of attention that they spend time in, in yeah. the, that we've spent time or not yeah. so much yeah it's been been really interesting to to work with more people because i have been working with some more people over the last months which has made it really really cool uh, some with health issues some with emotional issues some with work issues and it's all kind of similar to what i've dealt with or i'm still dealing with so yeah. It's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I, I'm curious also to know. Well, I'm turning turning the tables here. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Uh, the first talk, it was completely turning tables, which was cool. That was with a friend of mine, Colby. He's really fun. And I had this thing, cool, you take the lead. <laughs> then I didn't have to do it. <laughs> um, now, I'm, I'm really just curious to know um, the whole idea on, on niching. On, on on kind mm -hmm. of seeing the people that um, whether you really want to work with or whether mm -hmm. it, uh, you just you just chose to work with this very specific kind of people mm -hmm. and then not mm -hmm. and, like how how do you see that I'm curious to know from the lens of another coach how do you see the niche um, I don't think it's necessary I think someone has to be a fit so yeah, what I'd like to do is talk with them first to figure out who they are so that they get to know me and I get to know them. And when it works, it works. But with some people, it won't work. With some people, you just don't have that connection. And when you can't have the connection, it just doesn't work. So I don't really see the point. I see the point when you try to make a sales funnel when you want to sell a certain program or a certain course or something. Then I see the point. But when you're just coaching one-on-one, -on -one, I don't see the point. But you know, different people have different opinions on that. Yeah. No, I really like I really like that. I, I in a way I have a similar opinion. I ask this also because I, I guess I, I had the kind of like an avoidance to niching for a long time. <laughs> Fair. And uh, I'm like, I just want to connect with people and see what happens. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but now I'm thinking about especially the fit that you're talking mm -hmm. about. And um and yeah, I've I've been wondering what are if if not the niche through demographics. To this person needs to be this years old, this blonde, this color of skin. This you know all of these things. Not <laughs> that. Um, what is it that you know um, can be some can it can can be a variable that I can look into people that I'm, I'm like okay probably this person will be a good fit. Probably people who struggle. 
Mm. <laughs> That's definitely a niche you've got. Because <laughs> otherwise, how would we have ended up talking? Because you do help yeah. with struggles. When people are struggling with their own thinking, I don't know how else to explain it, because how do you put that in words? Yeah. But when you want to ease your thinking, talk to Philippe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thing that I've been taking a look at as well, because I, I, was, I was reflecting on the majority of the people that I coach through the years. Mm-hmm. And I realized a pattern. The pattern is that pretty much all of them had a desire, a professional desire mm-hmm. as their career. And okay. they wanted to do something that they really love and, and monetize that in some way. Yeah. And there you got your niche. Yeah. Yeah. And um, in a way, in the midst of that, feeling very stuck, feeling very, mm-hmm. very very afraid of taking the leap, very afraid of contacting the people, very afraid of getting out of that shell and, and oh, here yeah. I am the world. Um, so, uh, which in, in, in turn, you know, this is all a byproduct of their confused, mm-hmm. overthinking mind. Um, so, yeah, but that's something for us to, to explore uh, yeah. ourselves as well. I heard at some point also, I think John said that, that, your niche finds you, you do not find your niche, which also makes sense to me. Because mm. at some point, you f- the, he's also the one who who talks about people have to be a fit. And I, I totally see how that works. So I haven't made it all up myself. I just listen to people yeah. and then put it all together. But just it makes sense to me that the people that are good for you to coach will find you. And then at some point, you see this pattern as you've seen now. Yeah. At some point, there's a pattern. It's I think I ha- I'm seeing some sort of pattern with the people that I've coached. Like what? Um, it's women mostly of around my age or a bit younger who struggle with moving on with either their business or in their life where they, they are holding themselves back in their thinking. They struggle emotionally and some is just their business part, but it's not necessarily the business part because several I've been coaching were really struggling in their own you know, the relationships with family members themselves mostly, because you know, when it's your family members, it is yourself in the end. Yeah. So that's been really interesting to see that it's mostly women around my own age, <laughs> middle-aged women. <laughs> but yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, the niche yeah. finds you. Yeah. That's, that's... It's not always been that way because I've coached some men as well, but it's it's definitely more, more women of, yeah. you know, my age group. <laughs> Kind of goes to show that that um, we, we we are seeing ourselves all the time again, right? Yeah. And maybe maybe also because that's just more comfortable as well, right? Probably as well, yeah. Because if it if it would be someone who's in a completely different world, it will not be that easy. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm I'm I am excited for that actually. Oh, I, I think you grow into that eventually. That you get someone who's completely in a different world. They have say, "Whoa, this will be cool." Yeah. But I don't think that should be your first client. <laughs> hmm. But eventually, you'll probably get that. I'm sure that Steve Chandler and Steve um, Hardison have people that they have. Mm. Said, Whoa, that's a very different type. Yeah, and then and then it gets back to I think what we were talking about on um, it's not about me because. Mm-hmm this is one thing that I see from a lot of coaches is that, um, well, first of all, it's, it comes from the definition of coaching itself mm-hmm. because some people th- de- define coaching as, as I'm the expert, I'm going to show you, yeah. advise you, which is just an advisor is a teacher. Yeah. That's it's a consultant, not a coach consultant. Right. 
But if we are talking about coaching from the perspective of um, I help you come up with the answers by yourself, mm-hmm. then I don't have to be more successful than you. I don't have to get my shit together to help. Nope. It's, it's about me asking very present, curious questions mm-hmm. that are resources for you to find your own answers. I facilitate your entangling in your head. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and for that, I feel like, I'll be very excited to coach someone that is completely out of my world. Well, in a way, I, I have a lot of times mm-hmm. uh, because everyone has, is living in their own worlds. But yeah. I know what you mean about completely different culture and different, yeah. Some yeah. From the time I do, I do coach from people from, some people from, what is it, India or mm-hmm. Arabic countries and, and it's just a completely different culture and, and yeah very very interesting to 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 really not and this is something that that, that is for me it's like to really not assume to jump into yes by the way yes oh you meant this so you mean this no 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 like slow down what do you my mean? world's different <laughs> right yeah. you're in completely different culture than me what how do you see this how do you see relationships mm-hmm. how do you see men and women how do you see all these things about work so it's, uh, it can be really rich. Yes. Yeah, one of the things that I want to do at some point is coach a successful businesswoman from the Middle East because that will be very interesting because that <laughs> will be very different in culture and, and the way her life works. So I'd love to do that. Yeah. I'm not sure where to find her, but it's you know, now I've put it out there, so she'll come. <laughs> I just realized what I did. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's one of these things that I think that would be really interesting because you have to really listen then and really, you know, do it different. I can't just, you know, the American and the British culture is kind of the same, so it doesn't make all that much difference. But mm. I, I can't jump to any conclusions then. Yeah. I can't assume anything, which would be really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think we're kind of done, aren't we? <laughs> Do you have anything else to say? Because it's been really cool talking. No, I'm good. Thank you. Well, let me see how I turn this off then. Well, but thank you before I go then. Just thank you very much for inviting me. And uh, well, thank you for saying yes. And for everyone. Watch- Again, not a no. <laughs> yeah. For everyone watching, if you, if you want to explore anything else deeper, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm free to talk. I'm free to help. I will put your name properly in there and your website properly in sure. the uh, in the notes with the video. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Bye.